This is professional radio, gentlemen. That's front wheel drive. Sorry, have you got anyone you want to thank? Just myself. And now we do the after hours. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, what would you go for? Thanks to your Okay, and because it's not a supercar. But it is. It's not. Automotive perfection comes in the form of two letters, A and U. Long live my LTD. Welcome to Car Talk. It's Tuesday night here. It's me, Matty J, in the same room as Mr. Tyron Cabral and online with Mr. Edward Bunting, Mr. David Prince, Mr. Scotty Doe Johnson, and Mr. Rob Zadai. How are you, gentlemen? Good, good. Very good, Matthew. Very good. Doing pretty good, thank you. Good to see all your lovely faces. Um, as it is every week to see to see you guys. Um, let's crack on with some car updates first and foremost, because we can get that out before we get to our topic of the evening. Uh, so we haven't seen Mr. Bunting in a while. Mr. Bunting, you've been you've been up and about, but you've been a very busy man. That's true. Yeah, I just there seemed to be a just Tuesday nights. There was something on last week and something on the week before and the week before that. Anyway, so I've been feeling guilty. Uh, I'm back, and I'll try and regale you with updates. Um, that I don't know, mildly interesting, maybe. Where did we get to? What what do you recall last time? What was I doing? You had the Swift and you're about to sell it, I think. And that's what we got to. Okay. So I did have the little 12,000 kilometer Swift in stock. That has now gone to a new home. Um, guy purchased it uh, or helped his mother purchase it. She's just going to run around visiting grandkids. So it'll still be a very low mileage car, you know, if she doesn't want it anymore. Um, and then it might go to one of the one of the grandkids. They're all sort of at the age of you know sixteen, seventeen, so you're getting their licenses and stuff. So I'd say that will remain in their family for a time because it's getting a, Nana's Swift. And getting Nana's Swift, it's a, it's a great little machine. Mm. Um, the Honda Jazz that I uh, procured off a friend of ours that got on sold to a girl as her first car. So that also went to a new home. Um, the BMW 316Ti Compact that I bought, did I mention that car? Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. okay. Um, I was driving around in that because, well, I put a full tank of petrol in it and then I sort of <laughs> feel obliged to use the petrol that I put in it. So I did put that in for an initial roadie glance and the guy down the road gave me a, a list that wasn't horrendous, but it was things like caster bushes are very common on those BMWs in the front end, steering rack ends, drive shaft coupling, rear muffler, uh, and rocker cover gasket. I think that was what he picked. That's um, not too bad, actually. Isn't, look, it's not too bad. Through him, he says, oh, two, two and a half grand, you know, can be a bit dramatic with costs. So <laughs> I sort of thought, well, it's not that crazy, that stuff. Hmm. I'll, um, oh, and on the back of the head, there's apparently some sort of coolant, like um, attachment, you know, what do you call it? Join thing on the back of the head that's plastic that's a bit hard to get to, but that was weeping. So you sort of replace that. So I thought, mm, I'll just get a second opinion on that car before I give up on it because it's a really tidy little machine and it's got the reg plate, you know, BMW 316. That's cool. Which is cool. I mean, you can't get a better reg plate than that for that car. So, and it's got the corn blue interior. I don't know if I showed you a photo of it. I'll I'll pop one just on screen while we're here. But it's unusual in that it's a light gray interior with this really vibrant corn blue, it's called with a K being German, seat. So you can see there oh, on wow. screen, 
So the the dash and the doors and the carpets are all a light grey and the seats are this sort of electric blue cloth and the door inserts are electric blue cloth. A lot of those compacts were black inside and they just look really drab and scabby. But this thing, because it's purple metallic sort of on the outside, I said it's a bluey purple. It's not like full-on purple, but, you know, you walk up to it and you go, oh, that's a cool colour. And then you open the door and you go, oh, that's kind of refreshing as an interior. It's got a sunroof and everything. So it's a likeable combo um anyway so they, did, they also did a, a red in the interior though yeah i think days. that's right yes they like did. A, yeah deep burgundy yeah yeah i might have had a, had a red leather interior in his uh yeah you could get red leather you could yeah, yeah. i remember that yeah. um so i put it in for a second opinion to another mechanic i deal with and just sort of said look if you were to do this stuff that the other first guys picked what kind of dollars and he was far more reasonable with the dollars um so I said, okay, well, let's let's tip some money into the little compact and try and keep it on the road with a roadworthy, and then I can sort of sell it complete. Um, I did find a muffler down at our favourite Centre Road Wreckers, and I employed uh, my friend Alexander, who comes on this podcast sometimes, to go and get it. Because I said, what are you doing this weekend? I'm away, but, you know, I need you to go down and get me this muffler. Whinge, whinge, whinge. Anyway, of course, he went down and couldn't resist. So... Um, I now have to deliver the muffler to, to the mechanic to, to fit it. Um, the interesting thing with those is I thought, oh, it might be the same as any E36 BMW rear muffler. Not so, because the compact used the E30 rear end. Rear end, yeah. Yeah, so it was a more an old school rear end, which meant that the muffler and exhaust design was unique to the compact, which, of course, makes things fun when you're trying to find a muffler for one. Um, anyway, 50 bucks later, I have a muffler that seems – some surface rust on it, but it's not rattly. It's not doing anything nasty. So, right. so that's that. Um, Swift sold, Jazz sold. What else have we been doing? I bought a 2005 Subaru Impreza GX sedan auto, 115,000K, one lady owner, now deceased uh, from interstate, drove that back from interstate over the weekend. Um, that's white with a really good service history, timing belt done. So that's drives really well. Those remember that Impreza I had recently, that mm. that 95. This is this is 10 years newer, but they both drove well. And this is two litre, so a bit more punch and just just a more modern car, you know, with airbags and ABS and you know, cruise and all that stuff. Um so yeah, that's a great car. And I think with a with a roadie and some reg and a few little cosmetic bumper bar tweaks that'll be a, a really tidy example and then the other one i'm picking it up on wednesday night thanks to mr david prince a little little tip off a little lead um is an 06 yaris hatch four-door auto done 141 very good history with one family owner but cosmetically a little bit tired so faded roof and the front bumper's a little bit not right so I'll um I'll tip some money into that because the rest of it's a good car. I've just got to make it look look as good as its interior and its servicing is. Mm-hmm. It's just just the cosmetics that let it down, which yeah, it's not too bad. It's not a whole car respray, so I can I can deal with that. So you know you might say boring cars, but sort of good cars that are easy to sell. Um, the Mini Moke has a current roadworthy. Woo! Wow. Ooh. That's no easy task getting a <laughs> late 70s moke roadworthy. Um, but I have to uh, sing the praises of, of one of the guys in the moke club who sort of tinkers in his spare time. He's not a not an official mechanic. He has a normal job, but um, 
or another job, I should say. Mechanics are a normal job, but <laughs> yeah, he, uh, <laughs> he um, yeah, he delved into it sort of of his own volition, and I think he sort of liked the car. And when he chatted to me, realized I wasn't a knobhead. Um, and so sort of was like, all right, I'll, yeah, you know, Ed seems reasonable. Car's really original. It's, I think he sort of liked that project. The last one he did, he said, oh, this guy brought me a moak and it was so butchered. I sort of had to redo everything, you know, and undo work that had been done. And I think it did his head in and it was there for six months, whereas mine was there for a matter of weeks. And he sorted it out, you know, suspension, brakes, lights, you know, all of that. So it drives so much better. Um, anyway, that's I'm seeing the Club Reg people this week to give them the photos that I've taken and the roadworthy and all the forms and blah, 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 blah. So, Excellent. so we'll do that through the Moat Club because um, I've maxed out the number of Hondas I could, or sorry, not the number of not Hondas. Hondas I can have in the Honda Club. They actually <laughs> changed the rules because of me. Um, <laughs> so the rule is I think you can have one non-Honda for every Honda that you've got on Club Rego. Correct. As I sort of, my ratio was more like five non-Hondas to one. <laughs> they, um, they, they put in a little. Hey, we appreciate the loyalty you were showing. Yeah, I'm very loyal to the Honda Club, but yeah, they put in yeah. a little barrier to sort of stop other <laughs> being overzealous. Um, what other cards can I tell you about? Oh, David and I, you might have talked about, I have not talked about that because oh. I was waiting for the for the bunting to arrive. To oh, okay. That. Would you like to talk about that? No, no, you talk. Okay. You, could, you can talk about that. Well, David received a little tip off about a few Honda scamps. And when I say a few, I'm, I mean three. Literally. Literally three scamps that had been resting untouched since the early 1980s in a garage, which is quite rare when you think, you sort of think there's no more of these things out there. You know, you think, oh, they're all known about, they're all in clubs. They're all... But every now and again, just something comes out of the woodwork and you go, wow, how is that? How is it possible that since the early 80s, three scamps have been shut up in a garage and not touched? Um, it's sort of baffling. You'd think, wouldn't someone sell them or want them out of there or do something with them? But anyway, that's sometimes what happens. So we went to have a look at these things and, um, essentially one of them is just a parts car. There was a red, a white, and a yellow. The yellow one is very much a parts car. It's got some real crunchy rust, um, but it's complete. You know, there's a motor or relatively complete. There's a motor there that can be taken out and window glass and, you know, trim parts and door cards and a couple of taillight lenses and bumpers were good and, you know, things like that. So there's a lot that can be salvaged off the yellow car. The other two cars were more interesting. There's a red one and the white one. Red one's a little 360 manual. White one is a 360 auto. Um, both very complete and original cars. The white one's probably a little more original than the red one. Um, so both likable and not crunchy rust. You know, like even Maddie on yours where Rob did the repair under the rear bar, you know, these things are solid as they're solid in the sills. Um, not as good as yours, maybe in the paint, you know, and the, and the cosmetics and not running, you know, they've sat since the early eighties. So it's a different, slightly yeah. different proposition to your car, but certainly worthwhile saving. So our good friend, Tommy, um, was, was, was an interested party in one of these and Matthew's very good friend and mechanic Ratner was another interested party in one of these. So it ended up that, um, Tommy, 
decided after much sort of deliberating on the one, <laughs> on the red car, on the red car, um, he decided on the manual was the, was was the way he wanted to go, and and hence the auto was the one left, and um, and Ratner's purchasing the auto to have a play with. So has that, he uh, has he fixed you up for that yet? Has yeah, that yeah, all paid for. That gets picked up tomorrow. Lovely, um, lovely. And Tommy's bought a car trailer, so he's picking up the red one soon, I believe. But that's great because it's another two scamps that will that certainly need to be saved, and yeah. uh, and with a bit of TLC, will be on the road relatively easily. I mean, they're they're a very simple thing. So, you know, I said to Tommy, was sort of saying, "Oh, this that," and I said, "Look, they've got no cooling system. You know, there's yeah, they're air cooled. I mean, really, it's probably just." oil and filter and plugs and clean out the fuel tank and the lines and tires and shocks and brakes and off you go. Yeah. It's not, I don't know. When you moving break, parts, basically. Yeah, when you break it down, it's actually not that crazy. So that's good. Um, we dragged them all out and had a fun weekend doing that and um, gave them a bit of a sort of a, a cl- slight cleanse from their 40 years of slumber. Um mm-hmm. And, yeah, there should be two two more club cars running around potentially. Absolutely. That's the scamps. I think I can shut up now. I think I think <laughs> is the XR six gone? XR six? Oh you mean you mean Oh uh, the, the gas oh, falcon. Yeah, go on, go on. That was gone. Yeah, yeah the, the gas falcon, um I drove it to Canberra and back and you know, I put two and a half thousand Ks on that thing. Um and yeah, I really enjoyed it. But in the end, it, it, I just did the sums and it needed too much for roadie. you know, leap weep from the rear main seal, rear diff bushes. You start you start throwing coin at it and very quickly you, you're not getting any money back on it. So I sent that to Gray's online and um and it sold, you know, there's a little profit in it. But um yeah, it was just simple and easy and all right, bye-bye. It wasn't you gotta know when to when to delve in and when to not delve in sometimes. The famous words of Kenny Rogers, you gotta know when to hold them. When to hold them over. And that's <laughs> that BMW compact. I was re- I was really like, ah, oh, you know. Do I go? Do I not? But it's such a clean little car. Otherwise, I thought, oh, all right, now I've got a cheaper quote. It sort of deserves to be, yeah. Even if I don't make much on it, it deserves to be sort of saved and still on the road with those plates. It'd be sad to see it go with those plates. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the '74 Civic is still lingering in the background. That will be sold in the next month or so. Mm-hmm. Very good. Now I'm gonna shut up. Tyrone, did you get your exhaust sorted? Uh, no. No, <laughs> no, not no, not yet. No. <laughs> no, not, not yet. Um, look, it's only—I uh, mean, yeah—I need to get it done, but yeah. I um, no, I haven't got around to it. Uh, just see if I can get some time, maybe this week, uh, depending on uh, what I've got. It's not bad schedule. It's yeah, bad it's only when you—it's only when you start it up. It's just, it's just a bit once right, you, Yeah, once you drive it off, it's—it's it's not too bad. Um, but yeah, it's just something that's. Uh, Touching uh, rattling against the body somewhere, um, but yeah, no, it's just fine. Um, nothing else really. Just I've been driving it around um, as usual. Um, no, no future plans as yet. I'm just gonna see how it goes. Um, most likely, might um, I don't know. Just keep it as is. Um, I did say I wanted louder last time. That you we, did, yeah. <laughs> that we went out, but I think we just leave it, leave it as is. Um, and then after after the wedding, I might look at getting something uh, a bit newer. Okay, but I don't know. I'll still see if I'll maybe just keep it as a 
project car maybe. Yeah. Um, look, everything is is good it works. internally. Yeah, just needs a good needs a good cut and polish, uh, buff it up, and um, I think everything else will be all right. But mm. yeah, we'll see how we go. Sounds good, Mr. David Prince. Uh, I had a well. I've, I've been playing around with a scamp sitting in my garage, just uh, cleaning out bits and pieces and uh, making a little collection of things that it's missing from my uh, stock of stuff. Um, the amazing thing about, about those cars too, Ed, when we went to pick them up, they had um, all of them. The tires were flat as pancakes, literally like completely no air in them whatsoever, as you'd expect having sat there for 40 years. We stuck one of those little Ryobi air compressors on them and pumped all the tires up and rolled them all out of the garage. That's good. There were no brakes locked on. There were no – oh, there was one. One, oh, one, one had a little bit of a brake lock, yeah. Yeah, and we, we were able to free that. And, um, yeah, what was looking logistically like a bit of a, you know, nightmare to try and extract them with Pajero's winching them out and all that sort of yeah. thing. No, we just pushed uh, them all out, all yeah. on air in their tyres. So it was pretty remarkable. And the, uh, white, uh, the white car that's in my garage, yeah, the one Ratner's buying, is, is still – Pumped up on all four tyres. You know? Yeah, mine's dropped to down one, but I've still got the compressor, so when it's going, yeah, I'll just yeah. push it up again. <laughs> well, that's it. Ratner's going to roll that on out yesterday, tomorrow to the tow truck, so it'll be nice. Beautiful. So I actually I actually um, got the LN out on the weekend, and um, which is the little panel van version of the scamp that I've got. Um, there was a K-car meet at um, Born and Thread in Bayswater, which is a screen printing place. I'd seen it on Facebook. So it was a bit of a K-car gathering. Don't quite know. There was not, not as many K-cars there as other cars, but there were plenty of little trucks and quite a few of those um, Suzuki carry, you know, Davey Motor Group Suzuki carry vans and uh, carry utes and stuff. I took the N1 and, and my mate drove the LN for me, printed the show day to day. Got a couple of problems, as is always the case when you don't, you know, you're not running them all all regularly. They've sat it sat there for too long without, and out of sight, out of mind is the worst thing for some of these cars, of course. <laughs> it's got a couple of little electrical gremlins with the lights and stuff. I've noticed so, and and David's saying that the fuel gauge only works when the lights are on, and then the oh the um, left hand tail lights on all the time, and then when you brake. The second filament comes on that light, but it only comes on the single fit. Anyway, I booked it. In it sounds road. very Land Rovery, don't uh, it? Does it does yeah, uncharacteristically so? Very un Honda. Very un Honda. Yeah, I know. I know. So um, that car had sat for many, many years in a backyard uh, before it was salvaged and and, and um, put back on the road. But yeah, I, I feel bad that it, it just hasn't been used as much as it should because it drives sweet as a nut. Mm. Um, the funny thing was we we uh, I did that in the morning and then we we're actually going out for lunch. So I've oh and the other problem with it is that it needs a battery. So you jump start it and drive it and then it won't start again, sort of thing. So good thing is that it weighs four hundred kilos and there are about you know a hundred people standing around. So we push started it out <laughs> of the, the K car meet and and you know no one could believe how light it was. And of course he just dropped into second and and, and oh. just. Yeah. Off it went like a little train. So I followed him back to the factory and I um, came back to Mount Waverley and then then we were going out to lunch at, um, at out in Kilsyte. So about three hours later, we, we were coming out of out of the the, um, the lunch place and um, I was waiting to turn onto Canterbury Road and the traffic's all going past. And there goes the scamp with 
David and another guy in it, so two people in it, and a bonnet strapped to the roof rack. (laughs) He just popped up to pick a part because he needed a bonnet, and that was the only thing he had that had a roof rack. So (laughs) it was it was doing the doing the business and and, the rounds. (laughs) Yeah, and and uh, so I rang him a bit later in the afternoon and said, um, "Oh, you've been busy today, you know, (laughs) like." (laughs) I, uh, I, I saw the Elena out on Canterbury Road with a bonnet on the roof. Oh, oh, I should have rung you. He said, I'm so sorry, I should have rung you. I said, no, I'm happy that it's been driven. Right? <laughs> you know, he said, it runs so well. And that, that car, I think I've mentioned before, the, the donor engine that I had for it was actually out of a Z uh, coupe, so a Z360 coupe, which was basically exactly the same engine, except the difference is that car has full synchro on the gearbox and the scamps didn't have synchro. So it actually drives sweet as a nut. The, the gear shift is just lovely in it. So, and that's a 40,000 mile engine yeah. uh, originally. So it's, it's a very low mileage engine. So yeah, I wouldn't want to drive it too far given the electrical gremlins it's got at the moment, but he didn't seem to mind. And yeah, it was in put to good service on, on the weekend. Good work. Yeah, so I'm still waiting on. Uh, I still have a my red scamp still has no rear brakes because the brake placer assured me. Yeah, we can sort that. We mm. can't quite find the seals for the the nine sixteen seals for the rear wheel cylinders. So mm. they're doing the laps of um, old suppliers and uh, some of their sort of country contacts to try and find a box somewhere of old nine sixteen. You might have to you might, you might have to buy a few of them, David. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I said this doesn't bode well, does it? I said if it's that hard, you know, and I'm not <clears throat> completely au okay with braking systems, but I don't know if a wheel cylinder can be adapted to, from something else to oh, fit. Oh, they, they can, yeah, it yeah. can. Um, what about your mate in the US? He restores these things. He must have a supply of those. Ah, uh, oh, yeah, he probably would actually. It'd be like getting blood out of stone i'd imagine but i was going to say david define mate uh that's yeah good. that's right <laughs> that term loosely but do, uh, yes yeah um, i mean the thing is those that stuff can all be remanufactured as long as someone's got the sample you know that's you know, right that's you know, right you know but then that that takes it to a whole other level you know you've got to find someone that does it and you've got to do it yeah. in, in time and i, I, I reckon it'll be ready for the weekend which is uh but the van is cool. operable david Yes, we'll see about that. Oh, because it's also got a broken bonnet cable, that car too, now, evidently. Well, the red one or the van? No, the van. The van. That's okay. You don't need to get into the bonnet. No, no. We, we've got to jump start it. <laughs> oh, there's that. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm not a fan of jump starting cars. Batteries are not a huge amount of money. Put a battery in it. Battery in it. You need to jump start it. Turn the key. That's how they get that's how that that's right. That's how that works. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a bit me for the. For it, I think that's probably enough. Mr. Rob, updates with you. Speaking about batteries, a friend of mine actually went to jumpstart his boss's car from their golf buggy that they've got um, down at the workplace, and they wired it all up, went to start it, and the golf buggy's got 24 volts, not 12. Oh, oh no. system, the whole car was totaled. Oh, oh no. Oh. What, type of, what type of car was it? It was a Jeep Cherokee. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Probably a good thing. <laughs> Surprising that the buggies have 24 yeah, volts. Yeah, they don't have 24 volts. Yeah. That's actually so really... did it, it fried the whole electrical system. Fried the entire electrical system, yeah. That's it. And it was literally written off. Written off, yeah. Wow. Wow. Holy crap. Yeah, there's a lesson for you. Yeah. So, yeah, that's another thing. So, I've just been doing a bit of light reading, you know, road trips, you know. Around. Oh, 
road trip. Oh, yes, very nice. Oh, well, ultimate Australian ultimate road trip to Australia. I like that. So my wife wants to book, so she, I could start planning our road trip around once I get the van built. So I've been looking, searching for parts and water tanks, grey water tanks, because apparently you're not even allowed to go into a national park if you don't have a grey water tank in a van, believe it or not. Really? Yes. Yeah. Oh, really? So... Yeah. Uh, Got to kit it all out with the water tanks, and um, so I'm looking for bits and pieces. I started to get nut cert kits and and put nut certs throughout the entire chassis, so I can bolt up the roof and bits and pieces. Um, so bought the nut cert kits, um, all the the battens, and done some research with an RV guy who can actually do some of the joineries rather than me doing it, so I can save some time. I can sort of do bits and pieces, and he'll sort of work in with whatever I do, so it's real good. So I found a guy just down in Braybrook that that'll actually fit out the RV for me, the van. And so that was one thing. Um, so apart from that, oh, my son-in-law acquired a 2002 KQ laser. Yeah, yeah. Got a little love tap. The father-in-law ran up the back of an Amrock and the tow bar, bent the bonnet, smashed the grill done a bit of damage to the bumper bar and the right indicator lens. So nice. I've been searching for parts, bought new indicator lenses, uh, got a bonnet from Ballarat for $125, a grill for $45. Nice. That's good. <laughs> so I'll, I'll get the laser back together So for him. So they'll have a spare car when the, the cap tour that's burning all the oil. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Basically stops. So so. so to, just to be just to be clear, that capture she she bought that new, didn't she? You guys bought that new. Yeah. How many cases is on is on that? Hundred and forty thousand. Wow. And is it what is it? A petrol Renault capture or diesel? Uh, petrol, uh, one point three turbo. And it's just chewing oil. Chewing oil, big time. So and not not leaking it, chewing it. Chewing it, yeah. It's not burning it either. It's chewing it. It just disappears. Well, that's like that multivan I had. Same thing. Yeah, it's appears. It's So every time you fill up, you have to top up. Wow. <laughs> yeah. um, so does that have a low oil light? Like, does it come on? It does. Yeah, but it's already starting to make noise by the time it comes on. Oh yeah, it's kind of no. noisy. It's not still under warranty, is it? Well, it's, it's seven years old. Oh. Is it? I don't know. Uh, probably oh, yeah, not for a Renault. They didn't have a no. seven-year warranty today. Well, they replaced the ECU on it, which blew last about eight months ago, um, as a a goodwill. goodwill. Uh, mm. But I had to pay for the labour to, to install it. They gave they supplied a part for free. Yeah. So it's up and running. It's still going. It, it doesn't seem to go any slower or anything like that. It's not blowing any smoke. So she'll just keep on driving it until it blows. It's run it into the ground. Yeah. Literally. I've seen a lot of cap tours going around blowing a lot of smoke that shouldn't be on the roads. Yeah. So, and and, I, and I, I guarantee that old laser would would <laughs> would, would still go all right. <laughs> only got 140, again, 140,000. Actually, 130. It's got less than her cap, cap tour has. And it's a 2002 model. So it's 21 yeah. years old. And it'll be sweet as pie with with that mileage on a laser. <clears throat> so the auntie bought the car brand new, handed it down to um, the sister, which is the mother-in-law, mm. and um, she drove it. And Emmett learns how to drive in it, which is the son-in-law learned how to drive in it. And so he, there's sentimental value to the car, and they had it from brand new. Right. Yeah. So um, he wants to keep the car. He didn't want to write it off because they're going to write it off. It's it yeah. they're just going to write it off. 
Yeah, that's what they do. Um, so uh, he's pretty wrapped it. I can fix it. So it didn't damage the radiator or the condenser. So Fine. it's just bent the, the radiator support panel. I grabbed my hands. It's so <laughs> pulled it all back out. <laughs> that's how weak the whole it's, – it's not even a radiator support panel. It's more yeah. of a radiator hang hang, <laughs> hang yeah. bracket. Hanger. Hang yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it should be an easy fix. So uh, one afternoon, I'll have it all back on the road for him. Is it, it a one point six or one point eight? Yeah, good question. It's an auto. I don't know. Yeah, well, because um, if you need if you need a few like little bits and pieces, I've I've got a few things for those. So, um, yeah, so interior's in pretty good nick. Um, it's got a little scratch in the back bumper, which we'll touch up and fix up. He wanted to put an SR two kit on it, and there's an yeah. SR they're wrecking at the moment. So I'm trying to reach out to the, the person who's wrecking it but they're not responding you know uh, what you know what marketplace is like but there's one at um geelong pickapos in there maddie or is Matt, there uh, nothing left on it now uh i've taken a few bits off that <laughs> it's what already color? been picked what color was that car maddie? that's a that's a burgundy one burgundy one now ballarat's got a white bonnet um and the, the grill I, I can't find a bumper so i might get the bumper repaired it's only got a little crack in it and and a little lug on the top where the grill sits in it's broken yeah so it's not a big deal um so i might try to get it fixed plastic welded i don't know what a bumper's worth it's probably not worth much anyway if i can find one i'll, I'll put a new one on it or new second hand one on it um but all up the parts were like i said a uh, hundred and i think 25 for the bonnet 45 for the grill so you're only looking at $170 there. The radiator support thing that holds the little mm-hmm. um, bonnet latch was another $15. So they're $190 all up. Um, indicators are another 90 a pair, the new ones. I bought them on eBay. They're from Queensland. So, yeah, so basically for $300, I have the car back on the road. It's pretty yeah. good. So How it's many Ks is that car done? About 130 Oh, wow. Nice. Very low case. So they basically live in Hoppers Crossing. They used to drive to the station and around Hoppers to go into town every day. Yeah. So it's hopefully the exhaust system's right and not sort of rusted out or anything, but <laughs> I'll, I'll cross that path when we need to. But we don't need to road with it because the mother in law is just going to keep it under her name. Perfect. Nice. Yeah. They need to transfer it to him or anything like that. So they're happy with that. And it's only like their backup car anyway until the Captur crashes or whatever happens. <laughs> I should follow the KFGLI today. Mm. Haven't seen one of those for a while with the nice hubcaps and the uh, 14-inch wheels. Mm-hmm. I was, he was already looking at coilovers, so I'm looking to put a coil over, uh, coil over <laughs> get, it <up. laughs> get it stanced. <laughs> um, compete against you, Matty. Oh, yeah, I know. He, he, my car doesn't have coilovers, so he said he'd be, he'd be one-upping me there. So. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, very, very, very good. Did Rob end up getting the G63? No. So yeah. So Rob, what happened with the uh, with the G63? Did that did that ever eventuate? Or, or... Nah, that was a, a big um, letdown and flop. That he ended up trading it at Sagami's because they messed up the valuation on uh-huh. the car. So, so did you end up giving him more trade than what he yeah, thought he thought he was going to get? Yeah. Right, 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 right. So um, basically, I missed out on that. So mm-hmm. anyway, so I went out and bought a motorbike. <laughs> Consolation prize, bit of retail therapy. Retail yeah, therapy. The motorbike's heaps faster than the the G wagon. That's yeah. <laughs> the BMW thousand R. So nice. it would be a, a very fast bike. 
Yeah, it's, it's pretty quick. And I dare say it's not costing you 80 grand. Uh, nowhere near it. No. It was only like $16,000. Lovely. Bargain. Scotty. <clears throat> Me. Um, I don't really have a whole deal to talk about, but um, I just did a couple of little bits and pieces on the R31, chucked on some new wipers, chucked in some new number plate globes that was needed. Headlights still all work. They still all turn on, so that was a good thing. We're getting close, Scotty. We're getting where, close. Where are we at with this uh, five-year road, Woody? Five-year road. It's taken a while. I think that's what happens when you chip I think away. The start. tires will be sort of out of date, you know, by <laughs> when you actually get it. <laughs> They're probably all square. Yeah, it's pretty much ready to take in and see if there's other little bits that they've got to do, but it's just being able to get it to a place at the moment. It's a bit hard when I work you know, not near anywhere or anything. So and take a sick day, buddy. Take a sick day. Yeah, I'd have to, wouldn't I? He works uh, as a teacher. Uh, he gets plenty of days off. Yeah. <laughs> plenty of days off. Not when you want them. Yeah, yeah. Tuesday you got a day off. <laughs> so does everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anywhere would be open on the Tuesday. <laughs> uh. Uh, good. Well, hopefully that that's on the road very soon. Uh, updates with me. I've been doing a few things. I went and saw Mr. David Prince on Sunday morning. Um, I dropped off a EFXR8 for him to have a bit of a play with. Um, so David, I just wanted to personally th- again thank you on the show for um, fixing up those the CB radio holes that were in the dash in the back door. You're very welcome. Um, uh, very very happy with the repair. It looks awesome. Um, makes that car like. The interior is pretty much mint on that now. So that oh. so um so yeah, I think you were saying it was probably one of the better ones you've seen in a very long time. Oh, it's the best one best one I've seen in a very long time. Um so it's been it's been looked after that car. It drives really, really well. Um so was happy to uh, to get those few things done. So thank you for that. I went to the fortieth anniversary of the MR two on Sunday morning at San Oh, you did go to that. I did go to that. I, I'm on my, I didn't enter my car. I, I, I took it there, but I, I just I went and had a look, and because we, we had a we had a few things we had to organise um, in the afternoon, so we didn't get a chance to stay too long. But stayed there, had a snag, and then you know, had a look around. And um, there was a guy with a it was an, like an older gentleman that was there, and we saw him driving, and he had a really nice same colour as mine uh, MR2 supercharged. And uh, I get there and get talking to him, and he bought that car. He's an Aussie guy. He bought the, he bought that car when he was living in Japan, brand new. Um, and um, he imported it to um, to Australia after about four years when he decided to move back home. And it's got forty thousand k's on it. Ooh. Yeah, and I was like, Oof. it was mint. Like it was, and he he he's got all the receipts. The he's, it's for sale currently. All the receipts, all the purchase documentation, all the importing documentation. Like how much you want for him? I think he wants thirty four thousand. Too much for you, Ed. Um, but it is the best one I've ever seen. Like it's, it makes it makes mine look like thirty uh, four. That's it. For, for that for those Ks and that condition. It's not and supercharged. That's not crazy. It's not crazy. And the one owner car, and like obviously, yeah. obviously, it's a great import. But it, he, yeah. it's a person. It's a personal import personal. that. Yeah, that that, yeah, that yeah. he's he's been the only owner of the car. It's entire life. It's always been garaged. I think, and, I think that's on the money for that. That's not. Bad. Uh, it's spot on the money to be honest. Um, like it's it's mint. Like I mean, it had a little door ding on the on the side of the door, but you know it's all original apart from that. And um, I had a good look at good look at it, and 
Um, yeah, it was... upgrading sell yours for twenty five, and you know. Oh. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm I'm happy with mine. It's mine's an Aussie delivered as you would like, Edward. Two low uh, miles for you. You you like a high miler. I like a high miler, and I like the story behind mine. And you know, I, I yeah, the, I, the speedo doesn't start with a three. You don't want to know about it. No, nah, it's, it's it's like if if it doesn't have a three in it, like this way, I, I feel I feel weird having a Fiesta with under ten thousand Ks on it. It's it's like it doesn't yeah. feel right. It yeah. just doesn't fit. It's just not right, baby. Um, it's not right, baby. It's too underused. Yeah. Too underused. Uh, so yeah, it, it needs to have a three in front of it for, for me to even uh, <laughs> prick my ears up. But so that that was it. Steph actually drove the the MR2 there, and um and she uh she, obviously she followed me when I dropped off the XR8, but um but she's like she's like yeah, I'm not gonna say it because I she's like but I do enjoy driving this. I'm like yeah, I, I knew you did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, the steering is a little bit heavy. I'm like, it's got no power steering. Relax. It's okay. It's not that bad. But it's going to go faster. It's just going to go faster. Make it easier. Exactly right. Guys <laughs> up a bit harder. Um, so, so yeah. So, she 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 was driving that. But that's uh, that's pretty much it on my end. Oh, no. One of my students, one of my year 12s, this, this, uh, he bought his first car. And I'm going give, gonna to give him a shout out because he's done it right. He bought a $1,100 Daihatsu Charade. Oh, I love it. I love it. So he's done it. He's done it right. Five Is it speed, three cylinder, or the one point three. It's a one point five. It's a later one. Oh, later one. So that newer, yeah. newer shape. Yeah, it's a ninety six. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Second owner um, of her old grandma. So it's in it's in uh, uh, charade pink because it was formerly red. Now it's pink. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Five speed uh, aircon, no steer, um, and. <laughs> And he's wrapped. He, he was still show, showing me all videos and, and everything. Like, oh, it's so it's, it's so good. And, and and for me, that's that's doing your P plates right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that, box. Love it. Eleven hundred bucks. Um, yeah, it's only it's only got one hundred and forty thousand Ks on it too. Like really, like yeah, quite like quite low Ks for its age. You go for another um, thirty years with nothing done to it. Pretty much. Um, so one point five, and he he reckons he's 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 always like, oh, well, this would be a cool car to one for to, to daily, but also do Nugget Nationals in. So you know, every so often to take it to because mm. one because one point five liters. I'm like, yeah, that that'd be a cracker for it. So so he's really really excited. He's uh, uh you, the, the, you, when he rocked up to school today, um, you know, the, the grin from ear to ear. Um, he's one of my year twelves actually. So so he, he came in to do to do his exam and he showed me in and he sent me he just sent me a video on on Teams um, <laughs> before of him picking it up this afternoon. So he's he's he's, re- he's really really wrapped. Um, so yeah, that's how you do that's how you do your P plates. Yeah, cheap car uh, and fun and 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 learn how to fix it and learn how to enjoy. I'm liking it. But anyway, moving to tonight's topic, gentlemen, of car companies. Now, car companies in general. They, as a, as a rule, they they like to entice their customers by by having a cool model. And for example, Ford's good at doing this. They they'll have a you know a model called let's say the um Mustang. Uh, the, the Mustang. <laughs> yep, and 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 then they will um bring back and then a name like like you know Mark One or, or Mark E. Uh, well, sorry. In this case, Mark E, and then they'll bring the name back for a you know a car or version or a different version of itself. So like you know an electric car. Honda's done this recently with with the Prelude. They, they've they've announced that as coming back as as an electric car. But they also did it with with the Acura Integra, which is which is uh, which is now a four door. Well, I mean, they were some four door Integras back in the day. Uh, we never got them, but um, for just a four door only. Uh, you know, right hand as a left hand drive only. You know, and people were a bit underwhelmed as to because it was supposed to be a bit, bit more of their their sportier car. So my question to you guys is, you know, it's it's, it's more it's more basically, do you think it's a cash grab? Do you think basically that 
what they're doing is wrong. And do you think, um, you know, should is it is it okay that companies bring back nameplates for electric cars or cars that don't represent what the car originally was? So a lot of people had this issue with Ford because they, they seem to do it quite a quite a fair bit when they brought back the Ford Puma. So so we never got the original uh, we, the original Puma, but the, the original Puma was a much loved car in in the UK and Europe because it was based on the Fiesta, but you know with, with it was a two door, it was a bit more a bit more spunky. It was actually a really you know, good little chassis and good car to drive. Um, so people were very annoyed when they brought it back as an SUV or a crossover. So is it okay that car companies do this? Um, and if so, how can they do it? If not, why? That is my question to you guys. What do you think, Tyrone? Didn't uh, Ford do the Ranger? They bought, um, not the Wild Track, what was the one below that? After my one came out. XL- XLT? No, no, it was called something else. Um, oh, I forget the name of it. That's a little bit FX4? Yeah. Yeah, it was that. Um, so FX4 they've had on other cars in the US. Yeah, okay. But having and, it on, yeah. Yes, okay. So they bought it out. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the one that they bought it out. I, I reckon, I see it like, I think it was a cash grab because people were not, like not many people were going for the wild track because mm. obviously the price was going up through the roof. Yeah. And then, so, and not many people were going for XLT. the XLT because it didn't have much options in it. So, like, they bought out the FX4, sort of like a mid, mid-range, more sportier-looking mm. kind of a thing. And I think they thought, that, you know, okay, if we can push this, which is in the middle of those two, they'll try to get as many as many people, obviously, as they can to purchase it. But, yeah, I was just looking at the other day, actually, at the World Track, the new ones. Man, like... It's gone up to like eighty grand. They're not cheap. Yeah, I know. Eighty <laughs> grand. I remember I paid when I bought my fifties. I paid. No, I paid about. Well, with the extra stuff that I did, I paid sixty. Wow. So I paid like five grand extra for like wheels and tinting. Yeah, yeah. But like it was it was originally fifty five or something like yeah. that. And now it's gone to eighty grand. I was like, damn. So the same same car virtually. <laughs> my my brother spent I think seventy on the new one, seventy yeah. seventy two or something like that. But it's it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of money. Like it's it's. <laughs> Yeah, um, but yeah, I see what you did. Like that, they just they just put a nameplate because like, the FX4 is a famous nameplate in 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 the states, yeah. but that was for their big trucks. Yeah, yeah and yeah, for yeah, them exactly. to put on a small yeah. truck was a bit was a bit interesting yeah. that, that that they did that. General, what what do you guys think? I think some companies do it well. Um, when you sent the uh, topic around, the car I immediately thought of was the Emac with that horrible <laughs> Mustang motif on the front where the grill should be. Yep. And uh, yeah, I don't think that's I don't think that's a good idea on such an iconic car as that. I, I don't think you know, like the fact it's an SUV and it's electric and all that. I don't think it has any connection. But you think of things like when the second generation Monaro came out for Holden, um, even even I don't think it was a commercial success. But the the new Beetle was um, mm. when that came out. That was pretty funky. I think I think about two thousand they came out. Yeah. Um, and the Mini and the Feed 500, and actually, interestingly, the Feed 500, and now you can get in a full electric version, which was, it's got very good reviews as a city car um, and sort of makes perfect sense, I suppose, as a city car. But um, the cars you've just mentioned are very true to the original. original. Yeah, the original, like, that's right. Yes, the Beetle was on a Golf chassis, but it's very obviously a Beetle to look at. It's all curvy and, you know. like Exactly. I think that's when they do it well. That's yeah, that's when they do it well. Like Monaro, it was a two-door yep. Commodore, and, and the original Monaro was a two-door Kingswood or whatever. You know, it was it, 
it fits. That's right. It's when they, you know, like there's nothing Mustang about that bloody E, e thing it's, at all. Let's like, call it something else. You like, know? Like the fact that they put the Mustang name on it, like they were trying to give it some, I guess, panache, Mustang panache. But at the end of the day, I mean, Rob, you're a Mustang owner and you've, you've had a few. Um, did did it make you say what are they doing? Like, because yeah, it was it was like, why would they call it a? Or are they trying to they trying to entice people to say, you know what, it's got it's got Mustang heritage. We can we can we can give it some Mustang in there. Playing the club, saying the same thing. They go, why are they naming it? But the reason behind it is from what I heard is that Ford America needed to name it after the Mustang for their emissions. They can't keep on making these V eight petrol guzzlers and get. Uh, oh yes, right. Compensation. Yeah, because it, it does. It does have to sort of balance out, doesn't it? Yeah. Like Aston Martin made that tiny little the signet, signet. Yeah. yeah, that. Um, and it had to be. I mean, just obviously an Aston Martin. That's the brand. But um, I wouldn't have. I would have thought though, Robert, wouldn't matter. Like as long as the brand evens out, maybe within a model name, it has to even out. Well. That's all I know. That's all I understand. So uh, why they named it, they call it the Mackie. It's not really the Mustang. It's Mackie. <laughs> and it's got a horse on the front of it. A little, yeah, well, it could be, yeah, yeah. Look, it, a lot of people in the club, we actually went out on the club function uh, about a month ago and Ford Australia actually brought the Mackie and the new 2024 Mustang uh, to show us. And they let us sit through to sit in the Mackey and go through it. And it's quite a nice car. It is a nice car. So apart from the name and the naming of it, it's it's not a Mustang and it never will be a Mustang. Mm. Uh, but I, I've never had an issue with, with the with the car. Like from all the reviews, it's actually quite good. Um, but the the issue is tarnishing the Mustang name that's got a lot of you know racing heritage got a lot it's, it's got mm. pedigree it's, it's a name that's got pedigree and and you know and that kind of like yeah you, know, you know what are you doing you know that's that's a bit that's a bit that's a bit strange before they launched it they actually had a thousand horsepower Mac E um drifting all four wheels yeah. so they can get stupid power out of them so mm. it's it's if you want performance you can get the performance out of them um, but it's still electric, and it's it's not the shape of a Mustang. It's a four door. It's it's totally different car, really. Yeah. So, uh, but apart from that, um, yeah. What can I say? So, I think so, if so, gonna, go, sorry. David. No, you. I was going to say, if you're going to bring out a electric car, I think it needs to be, you know, something sounding sounding vaguely electric, like Bolt or Volt, or which have both been taken already, I suppose. Um, <laughs> But um, yeah, no, don't don't go back trying to drag the Prelude. Oh, I'm sitting on the fence about the Prelude. Well, what? Hang like, on. What is the new Prelude supposed to be? Full electric. It's well, interesting. I did see the the, the concept car at the at um, the Japan Mobility Show, which used to be the Tokyo Motor Show, um, is um, is all electric. But there is talk that there's going to be a hybrid version of it. Okay. I'm, I'm okay with the power plant going to full electric or hybrid because that that's the world now. But you know, if the prelude, if they brought back the prelude name on a four door Santa Fe style SUV, yeah, that's right. But if it's a sporty, yeah, if it's a sporty two door coupe or lux two door luxury personal coupe, as they used to say, um, then I'm okay with that because well, that that's what the prelude was. You know, different power yeah. plant. I can live with that. It's it's more the body style, being going from a sports car to an SUV, or you know, like come on, people. 
Well, yeah, that that's kind of that's kind of where I I agree with you. Like, if, if it stays true to the original, you know, formula of what a prelude was, yeah. then yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah, like that. That's that's yeah, sure. Well, why not? Like, um, but if they're going completely, you know, different, then I'm, you know, like 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 they like Ford did with the Puma. You know, they went from a, a sporty little little yeah. car to like a SUV. It's just kind of yeah. like. Well, no, that's not what a Puma is, you know, like that, that that's nothing. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah. Uh, the Thunderbird, sorry, the Thunderbird, you know, Thunder, electric. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good idea, actually. <laughs> pain pending, pain pending, as Scotty would say. Bird. Yeah, sorry. There was a reincarnation of the original Thunderbird too, wasn't there? Probably it was. It was 15, a 20 years ago. Yeah. yeah. Big flop, did you say? It was. Massive, massive flop, yeah. Yeah. Um, Jay May's biggest disaster as the designer. Um, Scotty, what, what, where do you sit on this? Um, I think they should leave it alone most of the time. If it's not true to the way it kind of was originally, like when they started bringing back all the muscle cars and that, the Mustangs, the Challenges, the Chargers, I'm all for that, and the Camaros and things like that, the way they brought those back. Perfect, spot on. They're exactly what they were originally, but I feel everything's turning into SUVs and things like that. We're using the names. Toyota Century bringing out an SUV. Um, I learned the Skyline's an SUV now. You can, it's cool. Yeah, it's pretty much an SUV too. A crossover, so, yeah. I mean, I guess Skyline wasn't really just a sports car to begin with. So, mm. you know, that's... It, that's did have, it did have four... I mean, it, I suppose SUVs didn't exist back then at work, but it did have four-door versions on it. Mm. Yeah, they had four-doors versions. You know, they use as taxis and things like that. So, mm. you know, that's fine. They, they had their base models and built up and stuff like that. But when you're talking about the Mustang, for instance, that makes no sense. There was no boring real base model of a Mustang that was, you know, it was pretty much a sports car, even if it came with a six cylinder and stuff, that's what it was aimed at. Um, so I think they went the wrong way on that. I feel they just try and bring back the names because they own the names. It's mm. probably easier to use those names and come up with a new one and then copyright it and everything like that. They already own it. So it's a lot easier just to use it. And I think that's what a lot of, companies are doing there was um nah i can't remember now but um there was a company that just put down to extend their their name of cars that they haven't built for a while i can't remember what it was i was reading about it but anyway you know and they've extended the life of that and a lot of the times it looks like they might build something but they just hold on to the names yeah seems to be you get people like nissan who had pulsar and then they go oh no 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 we're going to call it Tita. And then, yeah. And then, you know, so that's a big mistake because no one liked Tita. No one knew what it was. And well, they should just get Pulsar. <laughs> What'd you say, Rob? Well, Alice uh, didn't turn into a crash guy or. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where they come up with some of those names. You can't even pronounce Kashkai. Like, that's ridiculous. If you can't say <laughs> it, spell it, don't put it on a car. Yeah, especially with the way it's spelt. Don't What's you it? want something that people can actually read? <laughs> And it looks like what it says, you know. Oh, yeah. Pulsar. I can read that easy. I know the word. Pulsar. Very easy. Pulsar. Yeah. Kashkai does not look like Kashkai <laughs> when it's written. No, it doesn't. 
It's uh, it, yeah. Do you think the Germans do the electric cars like well? Um, the BMWs, Mercedes, uh, maybe even Volkswagen. That they're starting to bring out a equivalent of their SUVs in electric, their sedans in electric, and they're quite consistent in the way they they're rolling them out. Well, from what I've heard, the e-golf that was released well and truly, I think almost ten years now. The e-golf's been around a long time, like overseas and, and everything. Um, was well was very well received, and you know didn't have any DSG failures or, or issues that that come with you know VW engines. But you know that was that was well received, and and you know like when when a car's done right, when it's I mean, a Golf fundamentally, like to drive, is actually a good car. You know, like like I, and I've always said, like they're actually they're actually nice to drive. Like you know, they 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 they're all things well. But you know, maintenance wise was was bad. So maybe an e golf's a good option. But like the you know there, there are other there are other offerings now. Like I mean, VW is struggling to sell the iBuzz and and all that stuff. Like like they don't even have them here yet. Um, yeah, so, gosh. I wonder why. Gee, at a hundred thousand dollars, I mean, they probably put themselves in a limited market. I'm guessing. Yeah, I completely agree with you. So they look they look spectacular. No, they look amazing. The UK. They, they they look really good, but not a hundred thousand dollars worth of good. <laughs> I mean, I, I would I would actually oh that's a that's a VW that I would own. Like I would I would happily have one. I mean, that is a cool car for me. That's like it's it's the it. But see that that holds the essence of like the original combi van for me. You know, you know, like and and it. And it, and it does it well, and it's it's that's that's like you know textbook one hundred and one how to how to do how to reincarnate you know like a, you know a a, a you know a, a legendary shape, um, but yeah, price wise is just it's just a bit ridiculous. But yeah, I, I don't I don't really know. It's it's inter- it's interesting that you bring that point up, Rob, because there, there's so many. Um, you know, electric variants and so many mo- so many model variants of, of all the cars that they sell, um, but. You know, we in Australia don't get don't get a big range, but but then again, we get like forty ranges of the CX three that you can get here, which which is which which David and I have spoken about on this show before. Yeah. So it, it's it's interesting that how how that works. But I don't know if it's supply. I don't know if it's because we're too far away, they can't be bothered. I I, I don't know. They like oh, Australians don't have the infrastructure just yet. So it's, um, it's mostly that I think. Um, like there's lots. Of, the, the take up was significant in the in the UK. Um, but even it was even sort of slowing down over in the UK. Um, but um, I don't know all the BMWs, and and I, I do work for a couple of BMW dealerships. All the all the electric ones, they just look, look to me a bit like a bad three D copy of a BMW. Yeah. You know, it, it, I don't they feel fact, weird. The, the, it's like the plastic, the like the fake grill on the front is too plasticky. The mm. wheels are. Yeah, they're they're probably more aerodynamic, but they look like they've got sort of plastic. Got it looks like they've got those transit covers that cover them while they're in you know yeah. the factory. You know, yeah. They just to me, they just I find them really jarring. They look weird. They look like um, what are those? What are those bucktooth animals? I forgot what they're called beavers. They look like beavers. They but like but like especially the the obviously the IX. Not IX, it was or the XI. Well, I don't even know what I even know what they. But it's got. I saw one the other day. Um, it's the seven. It was the huge behemoth of a car. Um, and I had to double take. I'm like, what is that? I'm like, that looks horrendous. I I, I actually said that it looks. It actually looked vulgar. It looked over, it overly. Did you say it was an XM? XM, I think it was an XM. Yeah, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Idiots. Vulgar. Like three hundred grand or something, aren't they? And I'm like, who the hell would happily spend three hundred grand and open the garage and see that? I'm like, that is just. What the hell were they thinking? No. no. 
Stop. Oh, like if, if, I, if I if I opened my garage and said, "Yeah, I got an XM," and I, I, and and show my neighbour, my, my, my neighbour would be like, "Mate, I I wouldn't be seen dead in that thing." And I'm like, "Look, you know, it's interior wise, it's pretty crazy." And you know, I've I've, I've watched the, I've watched a few things about it, and and like yeah, people talking it up. Oh, look how cool it is! I'm, I'm like, yeah, it's cool in the inside and the functions that it can do. But I'm like, could you live with looking at that every day? And I just think I couldn't. I'm like, it's it's horrendously bad. Like it's it's I don't know what like Scotty we've talked about BMW styling department before they're they're, they're on the piss man like they they they've gone complete they've gone they've gone mad and they've actually gone they've actually gone mad <laughs> design in October during the October fest yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's the October design you know how um when they brought out earlier on the um five series and everyone was like oh look at the back of it oh yuck. That's actually kind of aged well. Yeah. You know, around the V10 M5 era. Um, I can't remember what. E60. All those on is. Yes. Um, they actually aged well. And you can look at them and go, you know, nice, you know, nice kind of handsome car. These ones they're pumping out now, especially the fronts of them. There's no way. That is not going to age well. I cannot see just looking at that later on going, hmm. Handsome looking front end. Love yeah, the yeah. No. no way. Like that, like, I mean, David's going to disagree with us. Yeah, with he disagreed with us throughout the uh, the Chris Bangle era. But um, <laughs> like, I, I, I think now an E60 5 Series is a really good looking car. Like, I think I think it's aged quite well. Um, I, I, I still prefer an E39. That, that's, that's my favorite 5 Series. But I think the E60 is a much more modern looking car. And I think even your neighbors said it would like with your mum's one. They're like, is that, is that a, oh, you bought a brand new car? She's like, they're like, no, it's, an, it's actually quite an old. Yeah. Yeah. They commented on it because it was, it was preserved very well, that car cosmetically and, and interior and everything. And yeah, they, I agree. I, I, I was jarred by them when they came out, but the more I lived with them, the more I came to like the E60 and it, it did, I think design-wise, love it or hate it, it sort of holds its own design. Yes, yeah. And I think they'll become a bit of a classic. Like E39s now look very conservative next to an E60. Mm-hmm. Um, and even the one after it, an F10 just looks fat and frumpy and old now. <laughs> and an E60's sort of got a litheness to it um, that I think I think it will outlast the others design-wise. Yeah, I think the E60 will looks way better than than an F10, the one that followed it. Like it yeah, it was... F10 just. I walked past one today at lunch, and I went, "It's just a fat-looking Beamer sedan. Just yeah. looks like its owners, you know, middle-aged and fat, and <laughs> doing nothing for society. You know, like what's it doing? It's just design-wise, it's just very, it's bland. It's uh, a nothing car. Like what, whereas I think, car. yeah. David's yeah. staying. David's staying remarkably quiet right now. He's, he's, he's <laughs> like, it's the E68. They all, but that from then on, they all blurred like sevens, yeah. fives, or five, you know, you couldn't tell a five from a seven. No, no, no. And, that, and that's what love it or hate it. That's what the E60, you know, and the E90, and even the one series hatch that Bengal era. Love them or hate them, you they they are distinctive. They yeah. you know what it is, um, and there was sort of family. Sam family resemblance, but you know, I think you know, and and, and I keep coming back to Audi on this topic. You know, you, you, I cannot tell one from the other. Yeah. If you lined up an A4 from every year from 1998 until now, my God, I'd struggle to pick what the hell. <laughs> like they just don't, they don't do the aging timeline on. on no, they don't on do it yet because they're all the fucking same. They're, all the same. <laughs> they're just grey metallic 
middle-class corporate blobs. That's that great because you can buy a car that's 20 years old and it's yeah, from, brand new. Yeah. <laughs> from that point of view, yes. Brilliant. Uh, but from a design point of view, just, uh, kill me now. Yeah. One electric car that I think bucks the trend a little bit, I worked on one not long ago, um, and in the right colour combination, I saw one um, – uh, in the, the Mercedes dealer not long ago is the EQS. Mm-hmm. So the EQS is the um, technically, I suppose, the electric, full electric S class. S class, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, incredible interior and incredible, uh, and a really interesting profile. I mean, it's very distinctive. It doesn't look like everything else on the road. Mm. Uh, pretty, and that, and I'd call that a handsome car, which is, yeah. um. But yeah, that's one of the range. I mean, every other electric A, B, C, and D. I mean, they all look the same. Mm. And again, very hard to tell the difference between. Yeah, uh, uh, but maybe maybe that's they're doing that so they can you know stay conservative so they can sell cars because they don't want to be too far off. And maybe maybe BMW is really thinking ahead with the XM. You know, be like, oh, you know, we're going to make it polarizing. They you know what it is. Um, I'm still just like. The E60 of the new millennium. Uh, I I don't think it will be, but it's it. <laughs> I, I I yeah. Like I mean, when the E60 came out, everyone was harking on how bad it looked, and I was I was like, actually, it's not a bad looking car. Um, mm. I, I thought the proportions were right. I thought I thought. I mean, the, the seven series was horrible. Like there's there's no denying Never that. Never like that. Never that was a that. that was a shockingly bad car. Um, but the 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 E sixty I thought was was you know it 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 stood its own and, and for me it's it's still a good looking car. Um, but yeah, anything new like that's you know kind of I mean the, the new the new model model three Tesla that's coming out looks virtually the same as the the outgoing one you know and it's and and, and, <laughs> and Teslas look like a Mazda six hatch. That's quite like, quite actually what they look like, yeah. Basically, my mate, that one I helped him buy, lives down the street from me, like that 2011 Mazda 6 hatch. That's your Model 3. Yeah. yeah. It's almost the same. He's got that metallic red. It's, you can get that in the Tesla. It's the same. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 Rob, there's no point in upgrading your your Model 3 because it's... Uh, just go buy a 626. Go buy a 626. It's a lot better than a new Model 3. Well, <laughs> what, what was that, Rob? The suspension's a lot better in the new Model Three, but it has yeah. no added stalks or drive stalks anymore. The all that's gone. Wow! Really? Funny how? Yeah, it's all in the screen now. Oh God! Cost cutting. Cost cutting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, back to back to the topic before uh, that that we that we're discussing. Um, if it's done right, I think I think we can we can agree with that that you know it's it's okay. Um, but. Could you see a Fal- Ford Falcon coming back for like? I know, I know it won't as no. an electric as an electric as an electric SUV. Would Maybe. that just like? Would, would that just if if that's the only way they could bring the name back? Um, they're like, but oh, they probably call it a territory, wouldn't they? Because they had an SUV called a territory. Well, they they did have an SUV called a territory. They'll probably bring ter- territory back as an electric, maybe. Yeah, but they'd more likely do that than Falcon. You know, well, I, correct. Like, I, I think, I think they they, they wouldn't want to, you know, shit on the name as per se. Uh, like, you know, um, like other companies might might have. But then it again, would be good if they bring back the Falcon electric as a wagon. As a wagon, yeah, Falcon <laughs> wagon. <laughs> That'll be. Good. I don't know. So, 
which companies are doing it right and which companies do you think need need to to pull your head in pull pull your head in which ones do you think i think um a lot of these um big suvs have been electric suvs have been a flop um i think uh forward are pulling back on the f1 f-150s because they're not doing too well um they're not meeting the the requirements or the range that they were expecting especially in cold weather when they when they're towing loads so there's a, a for certain applications electric vehicles are just they've, they've lost the plot i think yeah. um, you can't and, you can't have a <laughs> you can't have a, a truck that is meant to pull weight and uh, pull weight. And, and go for long distance to be an electric car it just makes no sense <laughs> i don't know what the weight it just can't do the long distance very far. Yeah. Yeah. but like exactly well but like the concept's good the concept's like like the idea is good but in, so practice, rather, in practice it does it can't work no, right like you'd rather have that as a hybrid you yeah you rather have that as a hybrid that makes sense then okay if you're if you're not pulling a load or whatever you know you can still save on on a bit of petrol or whatever by using the hybrid uh, part of it but then when you need it for what it's meant to be used for you can then, you know, it's, it uses the hybrid up to a certain stage, and then when it can't, it just hops over to uh, your petrol or diesel or whatever and carries on, you know? Well, they're doing that with the Ranger. They're bringing a, a, well, they're a bringing Ranger. They're bringing a hybrid Ranger. Ranger, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's going to go for 45 Ks. Yeah. <laughs> Where's it going to go? It won't even get me from my house to the city. Yeah, 45 yes. Ks. <laughs> Mazda are bringing out the RX-8 or RX-7 with the hybrid Wankel engine that's going to yeah, power up. If that if that actually eventuates, that'd be cool. Like I think that that'd be a way to bring bring back the rotary. Um, you know, because you know we're all fans of the rotary uh, in some aspect, in, in way, one way or another. Um, but yeah, I I don't really know. You know, I, I'm see like Tesla saying with with the with the semi the semi trailer, you know, the Tesla semi that it will be able to, you know, pull, you know, as much, as many uh, big loads as like a, as like a big Kenworth and, and everything and, 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 and have, and have the range like, you know, four or 500 miles of range. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, they're going to, it's going to be, it's going to have to, that thing's going to have to weigh like four to like, like 40 tons to, to be able to do with all the battery packs to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. It's going to break roads. It's not going to be, it's not going to, it's not going to stop. Like, 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 how is that, how is that even functional like how's that going to work i don't already, know i hear they're already trying to change the road standards for the tesla trucks so they can actually well, all the weight that they've got to go down the roads <laughs> our roads have got no hope they're already yeah yeah you think puddles are bad now? electric hammer that's probably the only one that's might might sort of meet the the requirements it's more of a city car and it's a show car <laughs> than really an off-road car oh jeez i don't know uh, I, I don't know um all right so so let, let's break this down so can we are we in agreement that you can bring a name back as an electric car provided you keep the essence of the car yes i agree with that i'll allow you, you, David. He says he will allow. Yes. Okay. Um, Scotty. Yeah, I'm the same. David, David, uh, and and Rob's nodding his head. Now, yep. can the sedan bring it back as a sedan? Yeah. Don't bring it back as a as a crossover. Crossover. Or bring it back as an, uh, a Ute. <laughs> yeah. Well. Well. Yeah. So. So then. Then that's the other. That's the other part of the coin, right? So. Can you bring back like a name, for example, like what Ford did with the Puma as a completely different car? 
is that is that i mean yes it's still based on the fiesta but like it's not what it what it originally was if even though it's not electric it's still kind of you know tarnished the name if they were to like let's say honda was to bring back the legend and as a as a you know as a big suv uh you know combustion engine how would you feel david you'd be pretty annoyed right like you'd be like what are they what are they doing yeah, that wouldn't wouldn't fit i wouldn't wouldn't like that although they do have form because the Honda Odyssey has had two incarnations. Not many people realise that. But in the seventies, it was a if it was a two fifty cc powered four wheel go kart, basically. Yeah. And then it came back as a people mover. That's true. That is true. Mm. Mm. But but you, what you notice is what it turns into is what you remember. Yeah. Ooh. I think there's something in that for all of us. And a lot of people just won't remember, so it won't make any. <laughs> 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 you you change something, whatever it comes out as, that's what everyone will remember it as, and they'll see it as a flop. So even if you drive around in a nice Honda, a Honda Legend or something, people go, oh yeah, that's the thing that turned into that SUV that we hate, yeah. <laughs> and that's all you will remember it as. You don't remember what it used to be like. So it tarnishes the name and it just it completely ruins it. You think of Puma, what do you think of? Yeah, the thing of the new sneaker, the new one that just came out. You go, yeah. That's all that that's all I can picture in my head now because it's all you see and it's just tarnished it. So But then doesn't that doesn't that also then ruin the history of the car? Like that is it, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, like you know, like like if you imagine like imagine you say like the I don't know, like a what a famous guy, like a the Holden GT, yeah? Like let's well, well, let's say Monaro, let's yeah. say Holden Monaro. Like imagine that. And you bring it out as a different car, then all the history that it's built up till date is just gone. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's just gone because now you've just taken the not not even the name, but like you've taken the the shape of the car and everything else and changed it into something different. Where people growing up now are gonna th- uh, remember like, that car like when that? You, yeah. exactly. When you talk about the Monaro, they're gonna think about this, not what it was. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. Like yeah. a Monaro people mover or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you'd be like, oh, the Monaro, yeah, that yeah. fits seven people and stuff. Oh, yuck, yes. <laughs> that thing raced at Bathurst? What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but see, like, I think about minis now. Like, I think the new minis have tarnished the mini name. Like, there's the free yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, it's not a mini anymore. It's not a mini. <laughs> like, you, you've like ruined the name. It, it's it's kind of con- contradictory to them. Like, minis are bigger than my Fiesta. Like, like, and and bigger than my Laser. And I'm like, how how is that mini? Like, how yeah. what, what is going on? When, when they when they brought back the BMW, when they brought it back, like BMW originally with that with that mini, I'm like, yeah, it had to be a little bit bigger, but it still kept, kept that same essence of being you know, a small little That's car. Small, yeah. Um, now they're freaking huge, man. There's like, there's like, make crossover- it pitbull people in the back. Yeah, which, yeah. <laughs> now, now there's crossover minis and shit. I'm just like, like, what is what, what is this? Like, I, I'm just, I, I, don't, I don't, I don't know, dude. It's the the Fiat 500C or, or whatever it is, or the, the Fiat 500X or, or for the phone. Is, is that, oh, the yeah, X the, is the four door version. Oh, like, it's just, Cherokee. Just don't, just yeah, just well, what are they, what are they doing? Like, like why, why do I do that? I tell you what worked. Bring it back for GT. That looked like yeah. a GT40. That was oh. they 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 nailed that back in. That was done right. That was it's it's a. Have you ever seen one in real life? No. Yeah. They are a beautiful car. Like they're a pretty car. A um, new one. 
Now the uh, the one that the, the Ford GT from two thousand and five when they when they brought it back to to look like the GT forty, oh, yeah. um, they are actually a beautiful car. Like to look at, um, all the little details are like they're stunning. They're actually stunningly they're they're, they're a pretty car. Um, and that you're right, Scott. They nailed that. Like they absolutely freaking nailed that car. Like that was they one hundred ten percent nailed it. Um, and even the even the one that they released recently, like it's it looks like a supercar. Like it, it's yeah, oh yeah, yeah it, it's fine. It's going by its lineage. It's yeah. what it was. So it, it won Le Mans, and then it actually it, they, virtually the same. The only difference between that car and the road car was essentially the the tires and the um and the transmission. Uh, apart from that, it's it's the same engine, same everything. And they took that car and won Le Mans, and then sold it to, to the public. So Ooh. for me, for me, that that lineage is perfect. Like that that that's how you do it. Like that's yeah. You're gonna do it. You do it that way, but I don't know. Um, I hope they don't bring a Vespa back as like a like a like a you know like a, a Harley, like Harley Davidson or something. <laughs> that, 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 that'd, be, that'd, that'd, that'd be funny. Bench Vespa. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I want to take out the hog. You mean, you mean the Vespa? Yes, the Vespa. Uh, that, that's it. That's... Anyway. Gentlemen, car quiz time. David Prince, you've written our car quiz for, for us. I've got a car. I threw one together, so apologies well, if the it's David a can't win David, like breakfast. So, so the reason why David's done this is because he's like, oh, I'm sick of winning, so I'll, I'll just... Uh, I'll just <laughs> oh, like, now, come on. He <laughs> needs a break of winning all the time. It, it, it is a break of just, of just <laughs> making us look bad. Uh, letting us have a chance for once. <laughs> just for that matter, you can score. Oh, okay, I was getting it ready anyway, David. So, Punishment. Uh, so, so we've got Ed. Sorry, we've got Ed playing. We've got Scotty playing. We've got Tyrone playing. We've got uh, Rob playing, and we've got myself playing. Um, so, it is the car talk car quiz, David Prince. It is your version of the car quiz. Um, so, you can take it away. Okay, here we go. Car quiz question one: What car am I? I haven't done one of those for a while. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Named after a long extinct civilization, I was manufactured between two thousand. The Aztec. Well done. My Good. Name. Well yeah. done, Scotty. The Pontiac yeah, Aztec. Uh, Pontiac, isn't it? Pontiac yeah. Aztec. Yeah, very nice. Well done, well, Scotty. On somebody put it me out. Too Scotty, easy, obviously. I'm on fire. <laughs> Scotty, do, do you want a score check? Yeah. You know what? That's. History nerd, history nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking nomad, but then David said 2000. Oh, hang on. Uh, bonus. Yeah, scorch, score check. The... Thanks. Score check. Oh, yeah. Score check. Uh, so, Scotty, you're on one. Everyone else on zero. Because <laughs> I won't last long. So, <laughs> <laughs> bonus point. What was the badge engineered Buick version called? Oh, geez. That's Matthew. I'm just thinking La Saber. I don't know. <laughs> it should it should be that, shouldn't it? But no. <laughs> uh, Ed didn't even have a guess. Buick Skylark. Skywark. Skylark. 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 No. Skylark. With the no, Parsi want... traction. I just wanted to say Skylark. <laughs> <laughs> Marissa Tomei. Uh, it's... All done. All done. All done. It was the Buick yeah. Rendezvous. Oh, the rendezvous. Ooh, I like that. Rendezvous. Ooh, they should bring that back, I think. They should, they should bring that back. Yeah. <laughs> rendezvous. I like it. Let's rendezvous in a rendezvous. Uh, question two. What was the first car to feature an airbag as a supplementary restraint? Matthew. Matthew. 
That would be the S class. No. Oh, okay. Rob? Rob. Volvo? No. Scott. Scott. Cadillac. Ooh, closest, but I no. Uh, he was American. It's American. Sure. Yeah, I was going to say Cadillac too. No, 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 no good. No, no. It was the oh. automobile Taranardo. Taranardo. Uh, Taranardo. Bonus question, what, what year? Closest two gets a point. Ed. Ed. 1974. Maddie? I'm going to say... That it that'd be a seventy-nine. No, seventy-eight. Seventy-eight. I'll say 78. 78. Tyrone? Seventy-six. I was gonna say Rob. seventy-seven. <laughs> <laughs> <Gordy>? Seventy-five. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got four, five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> Gotta be one of them. Well, you're all in the right decade. So oh. Uh, it gets the gets the chocolates. 1973, it was released. Oh, you're one off. One off, as always. We should yeah. we should have just know. We should know that. We <laughs> yeah. mm. should go either way. Should have. Should have. Question three: With the release at the Tokyo Motor Motor Show or the Japan Mobility Show, as it's been renamed this year, um, last week uh, of the new Mazda SP Concept Rotary, what was the first car to use a rotary engine? This is a really historical car quiz. This one, Matthew, the first car to have a rotary sold. The first the car to use a rotary engine. Yeah, it was oh. sold. Uh, is it the NSURO80? Uh, Matt, I'll give you half a point. Oh, okay. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, I only knew it as NSU. Uh, but that's what I would it's, have said too. It's an NSU, but it's not the RO80, which I would have said. Mm. Mm. No, no. Wikipedia is a dangerous thing, isn't it? Yeah, um, it is. <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't have got it, so don't expect any of you to get it. It's the 1964 NSU Spider. Had oh, run. okay. So that was the first car. It was then developed, further developed for the R O eighty, and then they decided it was a big mistake, and Mazda <laughs> made it sort of work. So there you go. Here we are, 50, 60 years on, and they're about to release it again. Mm. Question four: Which car maker's name is derived from the Latin word for listen? Ed. Ed. I know it's not true, but it rhymes. Nissan. <laughs> can I have another? Can I have a serious guess? Uh, you can have a serious guess. Okay, Ed. Audi. Oh, correct. What, what, what did you say? Audi. Audi. Audio. Audio. Audi. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Score check. Um, yeah. Ed two, Scotty one, and myself point five. That does make sense. Okay. Question five. Where was the DeLorean Motor Company based? Matthew. 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 That, well, they were based in Ireland. Mm. Oh, I five. think the cars were made there. <laughs> Sorry? Point five. Point five. Okay. Ed. Rob. Ed. Rob. Rob. Oh, Rob. I... Sorry, Rob. Rob, did you go? Did I say London? No, not London. Ed. Ed. Chicago. No, no. Incorrect. Yeah. Well, I know. I know they made the the, the DMC twelve in 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 Ireland. I know. I know they made it there. Um, but... Scotland. 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 <laughs> Scotland. 
No, there was another car made in Scotland. That was another car quiz question when I came. <laughs> uh, no, no, you got fifty. Uh, you got 0.5, Matty. Uh, it was actually Northern Ireland, so it's oh, quite significant okay. because uh, Northern Ireland is part of the UK. Well, no, that's too. No, don't, don't, don't scream at me down the internet, people. Um, I thought but, they were American. They are. They was American, but the company was in Belfast, in Northern Ireland. Oh. You know, I was watching, a, a, well, one of the guys that came on the show, um, he was giving us a, a real cool explanation about because he, he bought one. Um, uh, Alex Pilmeri from Legit Streetcars, he, he, he's bought a DeLorean. It's his favorite all-time car, and he knows how terrible yeah. they are, but he, but he's telling us, it, was, it was telling a bit of a story. And the workers had to, like, agree to stop the Protestant versus Catholic, you know, BS that was going on at the time <laughs> to, to be able to work there. Like, they yeah. had to, like, they had to, you know, they, they, you know, they all had to work together. So it was, like, legit a thing. It was, like, full on. Um, even even in the workplace, so um, that would have been an interesting time to be alive, I reckon. Oh. <laughs> um, well, the, the British government gave them something like two hundred million pounds as a sort of startup capital, wow, uh, to encourage um, them to produce them, produce it there, and actually, you know, obviously provide employment in that yeah. part of the world. So, are based in Belfast, Northern Northern Ireland. There you go. Uh, question six: Which car company produced the first three-wheeled car? Ed. Ed. Reliant. No. Is uh, he written all over this question? Rob. Matthew. Rob. 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 Rob got in there. It was uh, not BMW or Z- uh, No. Matthew. Matthew. It it wouldn't be the Morgan, will it? It would be Morgan. Uh, Ah, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. They still sell it, I think. They still sell a version of it today. It stopped in 2021, I think. Oh, yeah. Okay. So yeah. They've probably still got some brand new ones lying around, I'd say. <laughs> um, I, I quite like those. I don't know you do. Um, bonus question. Three-wheel one. I like the three-wheel three one still. A bonus question. Which decade was it released in? Matthew. Morgan runabout. Matthew. I'm going to say the... Oh jeez, the twenties. That's what I, that's what I would have said. Oh, cool! You can't because Maddie's already said it. Twenties. <laughs> well, I'll just stay out then. Okay, <laughs> fine then. Fine then. Be like that, <laughs> Scotty. Well, I believe he's right. Oh, hang on. Are you saying Matthew's wrong? No. Well, so it's no, quite... he's already got the twenty. So you. Yeah, so I can't take twenty. Okay. Well, yes. Yeah. No. Um, what one do I say for earlier than 20s? 90s. The 10s. You say as in like the 20s. 20s the 1910s. <laughs> yeah, between 1900 and 1910. Okay. <clears throat> Rob, you want to have a guess? I 1930s. Tyrone? Mm. 1872. <laughs> That's a long time ago. No, he's can't think back that far. Horses say, used to pull say like along. 1925. <laughs> 1925. There you go. You can have that. There you go. Uh, the uh, the truckies this time go to Scotty. It was released in 1909. Oh, right. Oh, I just go. got in there. I just got in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I'm surprised with that. Yeah, yeah. I was too. <laughs> and the bonus, bonus question Who on this show has been talking about Morgans the whole time? <laughs> I can answer that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hardly mention them anymore. They still make them the same way, don't they? Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. Made out of mud and, and I think lathe plaster or something. Oh, yeah. um, question seven. What car was available 
available locally in the 80s in limited editions, including the Vagabond, Ventura, and Reebok. Ed. Matthew. Matthew. Ooh, Ed just got in, I think. Oh, All-Star. All-Star is correct. Bonus question. HSV also released a version of this car uh, in the N13 Pulsar shape. Uh, what was it called? Oh. Matthew, was it the Matthew? was it the sixteen hundred I? Incorrect. Oh, okay. I, 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 yeah, they had they had a HSV version of it. Anyone else? Anyone? Anyone? I'm not sure on that one. Don't know. Uh, it was the HSV SV eighteen hundred. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know it had a number in there. It just, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there were, that had the family two 1.8 Camira engine in it. That's mm-hmm. yeah. that running yeah. the time. Uh, and um, they sold 65 of them. So there's a collectible. Oh, wow, there's a rare beast. One. one came up for sale, oh, geez, like a year or so ago. And it was in red and had the full body kit because they had a full body kit. Yeah, yeah, had a full kit. And it was only like six grand. I'm like, I'm like, that's yeah, gotta yeah. be that's gotta be kind of rare. Like, that's, that's gotta be good value. Very rare, and, and that's and, the cheapest HSV you'll ever buy. Isn't it? Ever buy, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Uh, question eight: We're up to what model from the popular from a popular manufacturer completes the name of the 2017 Nintendo Switch game Super Mario Brothers? So, what, what was the question, David? I, I missed. Okay, what name was used by Nintendo? It's also the name of a popular car. Oh, Matthew. Matthew. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey, so it would be Honda Odyssey. That would be correct. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Question nine. What were the trim levels available at launch in the Holden Commodore range in 1978? Matthew. Matthew. (laughs) You had SLE. Which would be a top spec. You had your SL, yeah. you had your S, and you had your L, I think. 0. 0.5. 0. 0.5, okay. I'll, t- I'll take a 0. 0.5. Yeah, I would have said definitely there's an, the, the L and the SL and the SLE. I don't know about just the S. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Uh, incorrect, no points. I, didn't they have a Calais already? Uh, incorrect. Not back then. VK, the Calais came out, 85. Yeah. Uh, Scotty? Scotty? No, I'm not sure. A little bit of a trick question, this one, gentlemen. Uh, there was indeed an SLE Commodore and an SL Commodore, and the base model was simply called Commodore. I okay. Didn't become the L oh, until the BC. Okay. How uber geeky is that? Oh, it's good. You didn't have to Wikipedia that one. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Question 10. Which car maker pioneered the just-in-time? Matthew. Ed. Ooh, Matthew. That would be Toyota. That would be correct. Toyota. Bonus point. In what decade? Ed. Ed. 1980s. Incorrect. I was going to say, right. t- I was gonna say 80s. Okay. Uh, Sorry, 90s, I think it was. Tyrone says 90s? No. Uh, incorrect, Tyrone. Oh, uh, I'm going to say, Matthew, oh, wait, oh, sorry, oh, let's see. So, uh, Rob, did you buzz in? I think you buzz in, Rob. Yeah, Rob. Yeah, Rob, 70s. Incorrect. Oh. Incorrect. Uh, Matthew, I'm going to say the 50s. Oh, Matthew, Matthew, Matthew. Incorrect. Oh, 
There you go, Scotty. Just buzzing. It's on a, it's, it's on a plate, Scotty. It's on a plate, Scotty. Come <laughs> on. Deming, Deming would have been in the 60s, so it would have been him who introduced it. Scotty? 60s? Correct. <laughs> Pretty much all that was left. What a surprise. <laughs> it would have been the 2000s. That's what well, I thought. It could have been, but it would have been wrong too. <laughs> An American introduced it because no one in America would listen to him. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. That that's it. There you go. And and to see it operate is is crazy. It's just unbelievable. Oh, it's the worst thing ever. (laughs) (laughs) Here's why, because Tyron, you you did work experience. Yeah, I worked in there, and every two minutes it was like the the alarm used to go off, and all we could hear was just in time, just in time. (laughs) Oh, gave me a headache. I don't know how how can people work here for eighty hours. Band band system. It all comes in through to convey uh, all the rack, yeah. all gets yep. put on the production line. Yeah, it's quite basic. It was pretty easy actually. Rob, you, you worked on the line as well, didn't you? At all time, I worked in quality control at Toyota back in the nineties. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, at the engine plant. Back then, it was only the engine plant and press plant, and then and the press. Yeah, yeah. So about fifteen years after that, the the actual assembly line come across from yeah. Daniel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, from Danny Dong. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. I love a tour of a car factory. I'm and then engine. And then I think the engine line was the first one to leave. <laughs> <laughs> so back then we we were putting out about two hundred fifty uh, motors a day, engines a day. Wow. Yeah, for the Camry and the Corolla. The Corolla, yeah. Hmm. Through the twin cam Corolla. Well, no, they weren't built here, were they? They were imported. Motors, they used to be. What, sorry? 3A and the 4S motors. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So all the Camry ones were knockdown parts um, yeah. assembled here. And the, all the Corolla parts were actually uh, manufactured machine here. Wow. Yeah. Oh, what a feeling, twin Camry. <laughs> okay. Okay. I remember that ad. <laughs> Uh, uh, well, is that the quiz, Mr. Prince? That's the quiz. That's 10 questions. Very nice. Follow the place like a mad person's breakfast. Tyrone, Rob, you have to score. Scotty and Dave, uh, Scotty and Edward equal on three, and I'm your winner on 4.5. 4.5. No, 4. yes. 4. 5. 5. Yeah, I reckon you scored yourself a bit high there. Oh, here we go. Break <laughs> <laughs> out. I don't know. I don't know what's the point of David getting out when you come in. I think you and David need to get out. <laughs> yeah. That gives us half a chance to do it. <laughs> oh, oh, very good. Very good. David, thanks for the quiz. That was really, really good. You're welcome, mate. Very no good questions. History like lesson. History lessons. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I think that's a podcast, gentlemen. Yep, yep, yep. Bye bye. Let's do some plugs. Uh, Rob's fabrications, firefighting, lawn mowing. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's 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 called Robbo's now, not Jim, not Jim's. Boats, uh, yep. shed building, all sorts of stuff. Yep, burglaries, burglary, yeah. alarm, <laughs> alarm systems, alarm systems, yeah, installations, everything. firefighting. Yeah, it, it does it all. Builds the whole lot. Yep, yep. He, he does it all. Laser repairs now. So <laughs> yes, scamp, scamp repairs, scamp repairs. Specialist. Um, I yeah, just on scams. Did anyone else see that one come around Facebook Marketplace with the racing one? Mm-hmm. Yes. Supercharged 600 cc engine. Mm-hmm. Oh, I sent it to you, David. That yeah, would I, fly. I, I have been that sent would... it a number of times. Oh, I know you would have been. 
I was the first. Yeah. That, that has to be a custom-made supercharger kit. There, there, there wouldn't have been a, yeah. like, there wouldn't have been like an aftermarket. Yeah, be custom. Yeah, yeah. That would absolutely fly. Uh, I, I'd be keen to see how that drives. It's not crazy money either. I thought, for, and he had other other scamps that went yeah, with yeah. it. I thought that was not crazy. That's yeah. it. That's it. Yeah. So it was reasonably like not too crazily priced. It's the same color as yours, so you could have the original one and the racing one together. That'd be that'd be good fun. <laughs> um, Scotty Doe's golf tips of the week. Golf tip of the week. You know, I haven't played golf for quite a bit now, but um, <clears throat> I guess my tip is that you don't have to play from the back tees. Don't need to. Don't need to show off. You don't need to think you're the best. Play, where play, from the, play from the ladies. Yeah, why not? <laughs> oh, I used to play from the ladies' spot. It was up closer. So, yeah, play from where you're comfortable with. You don't want to sit there and hit the ball and then find out you can't make the fairway because you're playing from way back on the members area or, you know, even sometimes the men's spot can be right up near the members and professional spot. So play where you're comfortable with. Enjoy it. It's you not a competition. Me. You're out there to enjoy it. You want to hit the fairways. You want to hit your shots off the fairways and enjoy it so yeah find a comfortable spot who cares what other people think in fact most people don't even care to tell you the truth <laughs> i don't care like you hit but like you really think you get so conscious that you think oh my god i'm doing these bad shots honestly no one cares you're out there having fun go for it hey, i got to a stage where i used to do half half swing shots because then you you make sure that you're actually getting it on the on the fairway and straight <laughs> otherwise yeah. you go full you go full swing and it just goes left right it doesn't it doesn't go straight <laughs> yeah why not very good tips very good tips um we're going to be all pros by the end of this uh edward bunting and david prince hopefully your show is coming soon what a retro coming back for the past 4 months Bigger and better. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, long yeah I'm sick of, sick of talking about it, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like and share our Facebook pages, Car Talk TRQ. Manny J, if you miss any of our previous episodes, that will up on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasting apps. So don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review to us there. Check out our merch on a Teespring store. Go to teespring.com and type in Car Talk store. Or you can become a patron to our Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash Car Talk podcast and support the show there. Hi to our patrons. Gentlemen, honor as always. And uh, we'll see you next week. Take it easy. Bye. Bye.